Bold Leadership, The Science of Winning with your host, Dave Evans. Hey everybody, Dave Evans here. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Bold Leadership Podcast is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.theevansgp.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow me on Twitter, at The Bold Leader, and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Everyone must understand the importance and impact of the right motivation. Your motivation must result in the desired outcome. I believe that bold leaders who understand how to properly motivate their team to achieve the intended results always win. Yes, I said always. If you don't understand how to build incentives that motivate the team, reach your goals, you will ultimately fail. Seth Godin expertly addresses this in his startup podcast. And yes, this is my shameless plug for Seth. If you haven't taken the time to listen to the startup series, make it a priority. In 1519, the Spanish explorer and conquistador Hernando Cortez decided that he wanted to seize the treasure that the Aztecs had been hoarding. He took 500 soldiers and 100 sailors and landed his 11 ships on the shores of the Yucatan. Despite the large army under his command, he was still vastly outnumbered by a huge and powerful empire that had been around for 600 years. Some of his men were unconvinced of success, and being loyal to Cuba, they tried to seize some ships to escape to there. Cortez got wind of the plot and captured the ringleaders. He wanted to make sure that the remainder of his men were completely committed to his mission and quest for riches. So he did something that seemed completely insane to people. Cortez gave the order to scuttle his own ships. Obviously, his men resisted, wondering how they would even get home, and his answer was simple. If we are going home, we are going home in their ships. The path forward was clear for Cortez. All or nothing, 100% commitment, the option of failure was gone. Conquer as heroes or die. The ships were sunk. He kept a single ship to send back the royal fifth. The king of Spain claimed 20% of all treasures. By doing this, the level of commitment of the men was raised to an extreme level, much higher than anyone could have imagined. Incredibly, they succeeded in this unlikely feat. In 600 years, no one else had been able to conquer the Aztecs and plunder their riches. They were able to do it simply because there was no choice, no fallback. The ships were gone. The only alternative was death. So I ask you, what is the one thing you want your business to accomplish in the next day, month, or year? Specifically, define the objective. Then ask yourself, how do I motivate the team to reach this specific objective, in World War II, our nation defined an overarching, highly challenging objective to win the war. While this should be the objective of every conflict, the incentive does not always reinforce this objective. In World War II, our leaders nailed it. I mean, they knocked it out of the park. Soldiers were sent into the war with a clear incentive that focused on the objective. When you win the war, you get to go home. Fast forward now to both Vietnam and Operation Enduring Freedom. There was no clearly defined objective. If there was, it was never clearly communicated to the soldiers, seamen, and airmen engaged in the conflict. To this day, I am not exactly sure what the goal is in Afghanistan. 
But I do know that the current incentives will not ensure victory. The incentive for soldiers and airmen alike is simple. If you survive your tour of duty, you get to go home. The team's focus is now survival, not victory. Now, this is a very simplistic view of conflict over the last few decades, but the incentive reinforces my experience during my time in the Middle East. Crews were focused on getting home. Everyone wanted to win the war and end the conflict, but our overriding incentive was to survive and go home. We could all tell you on any given day how many weekends we had left in our deployment cycle. Seth Godin clearly states the importance of appropriate incentives and motivation in his Startup School podcast. He discusses a specific example in reference to company equity. You hire a new employee, and as part of his contract, he or she wants equity in the company. How do you incentivize this equity swap to ensure success? Seth's solution is simple. He traded sales for equity. 50 sales fully vested the new employee's equity. Each sale ensured a portion of the equity. This established a winning scenario for both the company and the new hire. If they succeed, your sales funnel is established. If they don't, you only give up a small portion of equity for their work and can shift your focus to those who can most benefit the company. Seth's incentive promoted the business objective. Many companies vest equity over time. Do you think this model most benefits the company? I personally don't. Leaders who vest employees over a period of time set up a system that does not support the company's ultimate goal. I mean, is their goal to keep an employee for so many years even if they don't perform? The individual is only motivated to stay in the position long enough to get vested, then sell their position or just ride it out until the company valuation meets their ultimate needs. They are not specifically motivated to improve the company. Many times I have seen organizations that do not understand the importance of both objectives and incentives that support the goals. Historically, those organizations have floundered in complete mediocrity. They lack sound leadership that understands how to reach their ultimate business goals. So, what is the solution and how do you ensure success? Define your one thing, your overarching objective. Now, niche it down. Establish intermediate weekly goals that lead you on the path to reach that ultimate goal or objective. Look at your incentives and ask three simple questions. What is the expected result of the incentive? What other results occur based on this incentive? And will the incentive motivate the team to reach the goal? Next, develop some simple metrics to track your progress. Make them visible to the team. I mean, paste them on the front door. When they walk in, they should see the company's metrics every day to know where they stand. Look, everyone needs feedback. And something as simple as publicly displaying the company's metrics Let each division see their progress in comparison with the other teams inside the organization. Why do you think coaches punish the entire team for the failure of a team member, and in the same sense, they reward the entire team for team wins? Take a carrot-and-stick approach, and remember to reward more than you punish. This instills confidence to win. You must ensure you set the team up to win by establishing small, intermediate goals that ensure success while developing your intermediate goals. Look. Are you willing to burn your ships to reach the ultimate goal? Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. I am Dave Evans, and this has been Bold Leadership. Follow Bold Leadership on Twitter at The Bold Leader and Facebook.com slash The Evans GP. To subscribe to Bold Leadership, visit TheEvansGP.com slash podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of Bold Leadership, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes. And remember, be bold.